If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. You're listening to Off Topic with Big Woo and Friends. Streaming live on the Big Woo Radio app, here's your host, Big Woo! Yo, what's happening? What's going on? Welcome everybody to Off Topic Sports. Sunday, 6 o'clock, and of course, Cowboys are handling business. So. Hell of a job, and the only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How about them Cowboys, baby? We getting it done today up on the Rams 28-7. to seven. First half done in the books. Uh, they got to maintain. They got to keep that up, man, and keep, the, uh, keep their foot on their throats, get this victory, Retain first place in the conference and then handle our business with Philadelphia. So we'll talk about the Cowboys and also going to talk about the Carolina Panthers. And where is their defense gone? Where, oh, where has the Panthers defense gone? I don't know. Haven't seen them in weeks, months even. So we'll talk about that and anything you guys want to talk about. So we appreciate everybody listening live on BigWooRadio.com. Everybody download the Big Woo Radio app in your Google Play Store. And all of our iPhone people that searched us out on their podcast app on their iPhone. We appreciate that as well. Uh, 704-489-3316. Get you in the program if you want to get in the program. Let's shout out our sponsors and supporters real quick before we get this thing going. I'm going to give you some scores and highlights. And, of course, we got uh, the over and under with JT a little bit later on in the program. So shout out to Woodforce National Bank. Go to woodforce.com. Men's Warehouse of Rock Hill, South Carolina, Gastonia, North Carolina. 24K Rides of Rock Hill. Go to 24krides.com. TCB 5400 Club at 5400 Nevin Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. Warren Publishing. Go to warrenpublishing.net. Clover Parks and Recreations. Winthrop University. Clinton College. Porter Decals. Hydrocephalus Association of America. Please go to nomorebrainsurgeries.org to find out more. Uh, primetime Players Basketball. Coach Chris Thomas. Connect Group. Mr. Kevin Glover. New Soul Music. 
Music, Mr. Dark Guy, Black Toby Society, some guy named Jay, Spring Hill Credit Solutions, Great Sheep Digital.com, Below the Deck, Mr. Nick Fultz, Enterprise Management, Tony Nicole, SMG, Mr. Jay Locke, and of course, All About Us Radio. We appreciate the love and the support. Please keep it up and check us out on all of our social media. So again, I play this for you guys. Hell of a job, and the only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Yeah, welcome, my man, Thompson. What's going on, player? Ah, man, it's a beautiful Sunday, beautiful day in the neighborhood. National Football League, Cowboys doing their thing today, man. And it's we in that stretch of the year, man. I mean. It's time to jock in position for the playoffs, so you, it's time to play your best football. Nothing before this week even matters. Exactly. And, you know, I mean, you know, like you said, nothing matters that that happened in the past because the past is the past. You can't do, do nothing about it. But, man, if only they had been playing this way and, and, and calling the plays like they've been calling today uh, would have been – very nice. <laughs> it would have been very nice. I was really glad to see the Cowboys run the football at the goal line. I mean, I think they ran with Zeke like three or four times at the goal line. And and it's the game. It's not that hard, man. It's not that hard. You got one of the best running backs in the game. All you got to do is give him the ball. And great things happen. Great things happen, man. So 28-7, to Dallas Cowboys up. Over the Los Angeles Rams right now, so it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, uh, and our defense. I'm, st- I'm, in, I'm kind of impressed, uh, uh, despite the fact that you know we we're shorthanded at uh, at uh, running back. Man, I'm just looking at the score of uh, UNC lost to Wofford. Uh, I, this just caught my eye right quick. I did not know this. Uh, that's Talk of the day. that's terrible. Um, yeah. So, oh wow, that's that's uh, that took me by surprise there. So, uh, but the the Cowboys defense is definitely playing a lot better. Uh, JT, what is, what are you seeing from that defense right now that is so much different from uh, the defense and uh, that that the Cowboys have been playing uh, previously? Um, it's not the scheme. It's the fundamentals uh, mm. we're tackling today. Mm. The thing that has plagued us in the last three games is that we have 40-plus missed tackles. You go back and look at the game film, those missed tackles alleviate, you know what I'm saying, big games. Yeah. And today we've been tackling. You can tell uh, Atai Gurley, the adjustments that we made against him, you know what I'm saying, are, are catastrophic because they can't run the ball. So at that point, you know what I'm saying, you can't do nothing with the play-action pass. Don Lee got his first interception since, you know what I'm saying, the snow the year before last. Yeah. And I mean, you know what I'm saying, he's, he's, he's digging back into the Sean Lee that they used to be, which is good because we don't know how long uh, Van Der Esch is going to be out because he's dealing with a neck injury. And I think the Cowboys are downplaying that, you know what I'm saying. And we're also we're missing Xavier Woods in the secondary. So we have some injuries that are significant on the defense. But that's the difference, I think, Woo, is yeah. the fact that we're tackling today. And it would have been if had we tackled previously, then we wouldn't be talking about the record that we sport right now. But if when you get away from fundamentals of, of football, such as tackling, you know what I'm saying, it hurts. And then we're also going with 
the running the running game, which sets up why Tavon Tavon Austin was so wide open on that um sixty yard touchdown play. Yeah, that it, it, they were so concerned about Zeke that he was wide open and the coverage was blue. So those things, when we you know the Rams are not that good when you beat them in fundamental football, and then you look at what's happening to their defensive line. Aaron Donald and those guys, the first contact, Zeke is breaking the first tackle, so they're not even getting hands on him until he gets in the secondary, and that's how you win ball games. That's exactly how you win ball games, man. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just so impressed right now. Um, and, and and the Cowboys know that they're in a world of trouble. They're in a fight for their life, and they don't want to miss the playoffs uh, after because of the t- the talent that we got. You know, I know even if we make the playoffs, Jason Garrett still should be gone. Um, I just don't, you know, I just don't think he will be. Um, he's got a, uh, I believe he's got a whole nother year on his contract. So. Oh, no, no, this is, this is it. Oh, this but is last year. Breaking news out of, let me give you the breaking news. Everybody knows that, that Garrett's extension is up after our final game. And there was a report that came out of Dallas this week that Stephen Jones met with Urban Myers. And it's a lot of people disputing the report, but he met with Urban Myers about the Cowboys' coaching job. Mm. So it's a lot of things that's just floating, you know what I'm saying, about potential people. And there also was a report that came out this week, get this, that they're saying when Jason Garrett is fired in Dallas and he's not brought back, that he will have a job with the New York Giants. Really, <laughs> Jason Garrett and the New York Giants. Really, hmm. I don't know why they would want him. I just don't. I don't. I don't understand why they would want him, unless they want. You know, they need a yes man as well. So I don't know. But as long as he ain't with us, I don't know about the Urban Meyer move. I don't. You know, I just. It's just something about the success of coaches from college you know what I mean I don't not to say that they can't be I mean look Jimmy Johnson he came and got us uh, two Super Bowls uh, and he was from college but if you look at the rarity uh, maybe maybe it's just me you know on the outside looking in but it just seems like it's rare that college coaches actually you know have success in the NFL I mean, am I am I wrong in that? I was gonna say, am I wrong in that assumption? But it just seemed like you know, I would rather have someone that's that I, I I'd rather go after. I'd rather have Ron Rivera to be honest with you. I, I would much rather have Ron Rivera over over Urban Meyer. So, uh, what what are your thoughts on on that? As far as you know, Ron Rivera, Jimmy Johnson may be the very rarity of a college coach that came in and had success, and Barry Switzer benefited off of that. So you really exactly. can't count Barry in the situation. Yeah. So really it's just Jimmy Johnson. But a lot of the other college coaches, um, like the guy they had in Philadelphia and Steve Spurrier in Washington, they don't do well coming into um, the NFL situation. But then it does leave who who then? You know, do you go a Ron Rivera? Mm-hmm. Do you go a more season? A season? I, as, as much as I love my Cowboys, and I would love to see a minority coach down there in Big B, I know the chances of that are even slimmer of mm-hmm. that happening. But there are a lot of them out there that would fit, you know what I'm saying, and be great head coaches. They keep talking about the defensive coordinator, 
possibly being, you know, being a great head coach, but I don't see that. Me personally, I don't see that yeah. um, being the case. So it's like, it's a question mark for me um, as far as the veteran coach. If you ask me, I would love to have a Bill Cowher, you know what I'm saying, if I had a litter of coaches to pick from, or my man out of Pittsburgh, if they were not to retain him, um, you know, I would love to have him. But please, oh please, oh please, please do not send Marvin Lewis down to Dallas because man, I would, man, I would, I can't handle that. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be able to deal with that right there, man. There's no, no way in the world. Um, seven zero four four eight nine three three one six. Dallas Cowboy fans, I know you're out there. Give us a call. Let us know. Uh, would you think uh, about uh, uh, who, who would be a good fit for for um, the Cowboys once Jason Garrett is done? Because this is he, this is it. I, I mean, I thought he had another year on his contract. I'm glad I was wrong. I just thought maybe you know, uh, even with another year, hopefully Jerry would get rid of him anyway. But you know, uh, I see why now he's letting. Um, you're letting your boy play it out because now now he can, you know, get rid of him without saying, you know, with having the, the having to fire him hanging over their relationship. You know what I mean? Because he considered Jerry as uh, uncle or uh, surrogate father yeah. or something. Uh, but well, uh, you know, well, Jerry is very confusing because he also came out this week on local Dallas affiliates saying how, he believes in Jason Garrett, and he believes that a coaching move in the middle of the season wouldn't be the right move. And he also alluded to the fact that, get this, if we were to make a deep playoff or slash Super Bowl run, that there would be a chance that Jason Garrett would be retained. So I don't know how to really feel about that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like the gift and the curse because we get what we want. Yeah. But at the same time, there would be a huge possibility that Jason Garrett would be rehired back. Wow, um, I'm I'm just gonna hope, <laughs> hope and pray that that's not the case, because we we have too much talent. We have too much talent to be sitting, you know, fighting for our lives to to get into the playoffs. Uh, we shouldn't be in a position where we have to beat Philadelphia to make sure we make it in the playoffs. We shouldn't have to be in a position where we got to make sure we beat Washington to to make it in the in the playoffs. And the, the sad thing is, man, I'm I'm really fearful because these last two games that we're going to have to play are divisional rivals. And anything can happen with that. You know what I mean? It's just with Philadelphia Anything can happen. Plus, we already beat them once. Washington, we already beat them once. And you just know how the divisions play out. You know, those division rivals can play out. It's like, it's, can we go 6-0 and in the division? Uh, you know, we can. We should. But it scares me because we've been here before, many times before, when we had to – all we had to do, our own, our destiny was in our hands. All we had to do was beat, you know – a raggedy squad, you know, a lot of times it's the Washington Redskins. We normally had to beat or whatever or, or Philadelphia. And this is what gives me pause. Uh, although today's game is really giving me hope because I think we found something which we've already had, which is our running game. Um, they deciding to run the ball no matter what. No if ands, or buts about it. You know, I'm just glad we're up. You know, we started the game with the lead or we may have got away from the running game. 
And that's what scares me as well. If we go into Philadelphia's game next week and we're down 10 nothing, are we going to give up on running the ball? Are we going to just try to keep throwing the ball all over the field, which is not a good idea. Hopefully, uh, they decided that, you know, hey, our best chance of winning is giving the ball to Ezekiel Elliott, and that's what they're going to do as we go up 31-7. to on the Rams. This is this is this is what I like. This is what I was hoping for, a blowout so I wouldn't have to worry about it <laughs> while I was on the radio. And uh this that's exactly what's happening. Uh this is this this is turning into a blowout. And um you know, um well, we'll we'll talk about the uh the Panthers in a little while. But um I uh, want to let everybody know, 704-489-3316. If you want to get in, you got any topics you want to talk about, we can definitely talk about the Panthers a little later on. We can talk about the um, uh, Arizona beating up on Cleveland right now. Poor Cleveland. I don't know, you know, I, I, I picked them to win. I don't know why I keep falling into this trap and picking Cleveland to win. I, I don't I, – I just don't get it. I don't understand hey, Cleveland. Yeah. Speaking of that, how you doing? And uh, I believe we are in uh, fantasy football semifinal weekend, and, and I see you had a tough matchup in one of the uh, semifinals, man. How you how you faring? Well, uh, right now in the uh, in the lucky league, it was, it was the money league. Uh, I'm I'm actually winning right now. It looks like I'm I'm projected to win. Um, you know I'm. I'm like the Cowboys, man. I, my record ain't good, but <laughs> I snuck into the playoffs and I done upset a couple people. <clears throat> well, this will be an yeah, upset. This will, this one will be going to the uh, to go to the championship game, and so you know I come in as the sixth seed with a you know seven and six record, and uh, <laughs> you know I'm, I'm I'm projected to win this one, so it looks good. Uh, the score right now is one sixteen. To well, one sixteen to ninety six. Uh, I'm over the number two team in the league uh, right now, and it looks to be even. It might end up being a a blowout because I still got Drew Brees going on Monday night because I didn't put. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Dak in, because I thought he was going. No. I, th- I, I thought Drew Brees would have a. Uh, well, last week I thought Drew Brees was going to have a tough time against the 49ers, and he just went crazy. So I put Drew Brees in against the Indianapolis Colts. He's he's at home again, so I know he's going to put up at least three touchdowns, um, which Dak is not having a are bad game. Are huh? you concerned as we get into the final three weeks of, of 
players being rested, resting, how that's going to affect how we have to project our lineup? Yep, I mean, um, especially with uh, uh, New Orleans, because if New Orleans clinch, they may not, Drew Brees may not play next week, or at least the, the you know what I mean? Uh, well, I don't know who he got next week, but I think I'm going to go with Dak against Philly anyhow, because I think he'll have a good game against Philly. Um, but I think yeah. so, man. We messed up. The matchup with Philly, man, a lot of people don't understand. The matchup is more of a defensive matchup. You yeah. know, we do well about pressuring Carson, and Carson has trouble, and he's missing two of his, you know, two of his weapons as wide receivers. They're down to just two receivers and two tight ends. And a lot of yeah. people don't understand how much of a problem that is. And if we, if we do and play defense like we're supposed to, then they're forced to run the ball. You know what I'm saying? So that matchup early, you know, early thing on that, our defense, will be the reason why we win that game because they can't stop us. They don't have the secondary to stop us on offense, and that's a major problem. That's how we beat them the first time. So, um, fantasy-wise, I, I, you know, I think I'm going to stick with Dak, and I think I'm going I'm to put um, Zeke. I've had Zeke and Parlett in one of my leagues. I got them on, uh, on my team, and I think I'm rolling all three in that game. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, in the uh... – ESPN league that we're in, the Big Wheel Radio League. The, the one I was just talking about was the uh, the Money League. But um, but right now it looks like I might be a yeah I'm gonna be the champion over there. ESPN. I went eleven and one this year in the regular season, which is just phenomenal. That I want that I only lost one game, but I mean Miles Sanders did work for me today. Kyle Murray did work today. Um, and it ain't even over. <laughs> got, uh, I'm up. Yeah. I'm up um, ninety. Let's see, seventy. I'm up almost seventy points on my competitor in the championship game in the Big Blue Radio League. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and say that's over. Um, because but he does got two players going. He got the Steelers defense um, going um, tonight, and he's got uh, Marlon Mack going. Uh, Monday, so that's all he's yeah, got. Right. Yeah, so I got the Bills defense against Pittsburgh, and that's all I got going right now. But I'm up 132 to 66. I don't. I really don't think Marlon Mack, and they. I don't think they're gonna put up the numbers to to get it done. Nah. Nope. And I had I had Allen Robinson and Curtis Samuel on the bench. Um, I got Michael Gallup still going. I got uh. Dalvin Cook still going. He he's not putting up very many points today. I don't think they're running him that much, uh, due to he's he's actually playing hurt. So, not expecting much out of him. But Miles Sanders for for Philadelphia went nuts today. Uh, Chris Godwin, George Kittle, DeAndre Hopkins, they all did well for me today. So, looks like he made a couple mistakes over that quarterback. He got, well, Philip Rivers still playing. So he, I guess he's got a chance to put up some some numbers. Philip Rivers still playing. Austin Eckler is still playing. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. still playing, and uh, Chris Connolly still playing. Hunter Henry, and so you know, just depends on how. No, he's you, got- you thought you said something about that Cardinal Brown game, man. I was I, I had the Browns down, and then I I looked at something, and I said the Browns are on the road. Mm-hmm. And the Cardinals play better at home. 
I was like, I can't roll. I, I, they done got me too many times this season while I picked them, and <laughs> they didn't do anything. I but know, I, man. I, I really that. wish I, I really wish I wouldn't. Let me see. Did I pick them? Yeah. Did I? Did I? Yeah, I did. I did. I picked them. Trying to get them the, other, the benefit the other, of the, the doubt. Other game, the other game of, of, of note was the Raiders and the Jags. This is the last game ever being played in the L.A. Coliseum. Oh, wow. And I was like, yeah. they're going to be super motivated to win that game, even though they they, they kind of been up and down. So I was like, I can't see Jacksonville winning. And I, I felt like the Raiders were going to pull that out because they didn't want to lose the last home game ever in that in that, in that stadium. Yeah, and I think I did pick the, I picked the uh, Raiders to win as well. Hopefully they'll win. Uh, we give you some scores uh, on uh, we go to um, after we come back f- back from the break. Uh, we'll take a break here in a little bit, but I just want to check out my um, the off topic. See where I'm at in the off topic league um, on Yahoo. So I keep doing that. I don't know. Anyway. I'll get it on the, on the other side of the break. So let's take a real quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk Carolina Panthers defense. Don't forget we got the over and under with my man James J.T. Thompson. And uh, we'll be back right after this. Don't go anywhere. Off-topic sports, Big Woo Radio. Bless. Hey, this is James J.T. Thompson from Big Woo Radio. Hats off to you, Couture. Everything is made, not manufactured. Your one-stop shop for handmade hats and more. How to get in touch with them? www.etsy.com slash shop slash hats off to you couture officially endorsed by Big Woo Radio Radio. Greetings to all of my poetry and book enthusiasts. I have some news for you. Nima Shining Star L of Nima Girl Productions and Alicia Melton Hurdle of Sunshine Black Rose Publications present A Withered Rose Still Blooms, poetry book by Nima Shining Star L. My girl, Nima Shining Star L, has just dropped a new and incredible book of poems dealing with the pain of domestic violence, power of self-love, courage, survival, and faith. Nima poetically and triumphantly shows those experiencing the horrors of domestic abuse that you can and will survive. She touches deep inside your soul to remind you that you are valuable. You are stronger than you think. You are loved and you are a child of God and you will make it through all this pain and uncertainty. Nima says all this and more with such grace, elegance, and fortitude. A withered rose still blooms. That's right. A withered rose still blooms is a powerful and beautiful survival guide and plan of action for anyone, woman, man, or child dealing with violence inside their relationships. So if you know anyone or if yourself might be dealing with domestic violence, here's the domestic violence hotline. 1-866-723-3014. That number again, 1-866-723-3014. Call right now. Call today. Yo, what's up, family? This is Corey Big Woo Woods from Big Woo Radio here to talk to you about Gray Sheep Digital. That's right, Gray Sheep Digital. G R E Y Sheep Digital. 
GraceShoop.com. GraceShoop Digital is a digital marketing agency that helps your business attract attention in a very noisy world. They specialize in website optimization, social media growth, marketing videos, and brand awareness. So if your business is having problems with the website, the way it looks, sometimes we don't get that professional look like we want, or if you're having trouble being seen on social media, give my man Marcus Woodard, the owner and digital strategist, a call at 704-626-1599. Again, that number is 704-626-1599. You can also hit him up on Facebook and Instagram at Gray Sheep Digital. That's G-R-E-Y Sheep Digital. You'll be glad you did. And make sure you tell them Big Woo sent you to get the friends and family discount. Listen to Big Woo Radio. I want y'all to listen to Big Woo Radio. This is Big Woo Radio, a station for the people, by the people, serving Rock Hill, South Carolina, and surrounding areas, Charlotte, North Carolina, and surrounding areas, serving worldwide at BigWooRadio.com. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome back to the program, 704-489-3316, that's the number to get in, 704-489-3316. Uh, you're listening to Off Topic Sports. You got my man James JT Thompson. He's in the building with me. Uh, Big Les and Adonis and JB. I guess they decided to take the day off and hang out and watch the Cowboys kick some booty. So that's all right, fellas. That's that's cool. As long as you're watching the Cowboys, it's all good. Um, so we've been talking about the Cowboys and uh, you know our offense, our defense, our coaching situation, and all that. And uh, as, as bad as it has been looking for the Cowboys, has been looking much worse for them Carolina Panthers. Uh, the Carolina Panthers are just, I mean, between Kyle Allen and the turnovers. And, um, and you know, he's it's his first year, man. Uh, and it's going to – you, you kind of expected that in the beginning, but he played so well in the beginning. The team played well. You know, after Cam went down after the first two games, they went on like a four-game winning streak. and But then teams started to game plan for Kyle Allen and the Carolina Panthers. And uh, once they started doing that, bro, it was, uh, you know, it had, to, it had to go down like it was going down because he's a young guy. He's learning. I think he's going to be a good quarterback. I don't know if, if, if he's the... If he's the guy if, if in Carolina, going to be the, the quarterback in Carolina, if Cam's going to come back and play next year, I uh, don't really know. Um, but uh, Kyle Allen, you know, next year will will be better. I expect him to be better. Uh, this is going to be a nice learning experience <clears throat> for Kyle Allen um, being the starter this long. Um, my question to you, uh J B uh, J uh, J T is what what the defense? What happened with the defense with the Carolina Panthers? Uh, that linebacking core, that uh, that defensive line, uh, you know, cornerbacks has always been a, a issue with the Carolina Panthers for whatever reason. But even the cornerbacks are playing a little bit better with Eric Reed and and, and some of those guys out there. They're playing a little bit better. But um, where did the defense go? Are they have they gotten too old? J T. 
I don't know if it's a fact of getting too old. I think the problem is Carolina Panthers don't play a complete ball game. They have some of the similarities of what we have is you only play one half of football. Mm-hmm. So if you look at some of the last, you know, some of the last couple of games from them, man, they, they don't start playing to the second half. And then you're down and you get down by early, you know, double-digit leads and you're having to play from behind. And people don't understand how hard it is to, to, to play football from behind. It forces you to have to pass more. You can't – you get out of your game, game plan quickly. And unfortunately, when you talk about a defense that spends a lot of time on the field, it spends a lot of energy. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You, now you, you, you know, you're, you're playing – to try to, you know, to try to get your offense back on there, and you're spending a lot of energy, you know what I'm saying, doing so. So you look Keekly, the Shaq Thompson, the guys that are supposed to be in great coverage, and, and you know, your secondary, that secondary is suffering, man, because, you know what I'm saying, they, they, they're getting, you know, all kind of yards, you know, on them after the catch, and they're not tackling well. So yeah. it's a multitude of things that, 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 that are hurting the Panthers, especially on defensive side of the ball, but what, the biggest thing is, you know, they're not capitalizing on opportunities to, to get pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. They have not been able to stop the run, and they have gotten eaten up, eaten alive, you know what I'm saying, in the passing game. 704-489-3316. For those of you listening on the phone lines, uh, please keep your phone on mute. Appreciate that. But if you have a question or a comment, just chime in and say, hey, whoa, I got a question. I want to talk about whatever it is that y'all are talking about. Or if you got something that you want to talk about, that's cool, too. Just uh, chime in by saying, hey, whoa. Um, I guess we'll go ahead and get some scores before we get too deep into the Panthers. Uh, update some people on some scores. Hold tight. Right, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, start with the Cowboys. 31 to 7. All up in that ass. On the last Los Angeles Rams. All up in it. Uh, earlier today, Panthers went down to the. Uh, so the uh, Carolina Panthers went down to the Seattle Seahawks, thirty to twenty-four. Uh, some other games that are went final. Uh, let's see the Baltimore. Oh, that's that was a Thursday night game. Baltimore over the Jets, forty-two to twenty-one. New England Patriots cheat their way to another victory by winning over the Cincinnati Bengals, thirty-four to thirteen. Tampa Bay over Detroit, 38-17. Green Bay over Chicago, 21-13. Kansas City all over Denver, 23-3 in the snow. Uh, New York Giants beat Miami, 36-20. Houston uh, Texans beat the Tennessee Titans to take first place in the division, 24-21. And Philadelphia all over Washington, 37-27. And some games currently in progress, the late games, including the Cowboys, uh, 31-7. Arizona uh, scored again and went up on Cleveland, 34-17. That game is about seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. Um, Oakland is beating Jacksonville, 16-6. That game still has about seven minutes as well in the fourth quarter. Minnesota, 32. Los Angeles Chargers, 10. That game, 10 minutes left in the fourth uh, Atlanta and San Francisco. This is a tight one. I keep telling y'all, San Francisco ain't that good. I'm trying to tell you. 13 to 10. 
uh, San Francisco leading Atlanta by three. That game is three minutes left in the third quarter of that game. So the late game on docket is the uh, I think it's the Pittsburgh Steelers and the um, who's the Pittsburgh. Uh, let me see. I got it here. I got it. Don't worry. No worries. No worries. Pittsburgh and Buffalo tonight at 8.20. And then the Monday night game is the Saints and the Colts. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On Monday night. So enjoy that. Hope your team is winning because mine is dominating in a just a just dominating fashion. Yeah, JT. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead. Through 4 o'clock for for um for our league um the football picks right now you uh are still in leading uh with 133 total victories uh big less than second 131 and myself I am sitting at 129 through the okay. 4 p.m. games that's not counting the late games but that's where we stand right now in the top yep. 3 yeah it's it's still tight man it's still tight and uh Got what two more weeks left, so anything can happen. Anything can happen. One slip up by me, and it could be all over. I could have been leading the whole way, just lose at the end, which would be very, very disappointing. I have to say, but you know, I did make a, a fatal, a fatal mistake in the off topics uh, fantasy football league. Uh, I left out. I mean, I went. I, I, I wanted to go back and play. Uh, take out DJ Shark because he's not playing. He was out today, and I knew that. And I wanted to come and make the change and forgot all about that one. You know, and that's that's crucial. That was crucial. Yeah. And so now I'm about I'm about to lose. Um, I'm about to end up in like third place or whatever. That kind of oh, sucks. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to end up in third place in the Off Topics League. Um I think that's how it's going to Yeah, probably third, fourth, third or fourth, something like that. Um, but, yeah, it looks like he's going – I'm down 10 points right now, but he's projected to get to 100. I'm playing the X Factor. And uh, he he's right. up 84 to 74, and he's projected to get 104, and I'm projected to get 82. And it's all because – That the, one move. The one move, if I would have put Devontae Parker in for DJ Shark, that would have gave me another, that would have gave me 20 points. Yeah, he, he, Devontae Parker is the only wide receiver I got on the bench, so I would have had to put him in. Um, yeah. And so I would have had 
uh, him in instead of DJ Shark, and uh, that would have that would have been the twenty point difference that that uh, would have gave me the maybe possibly gave me the win. Um, cause yeah, you had another 20, po- four, 20 points on that. I would have had, um, 94 right now. So I would, I would, I would be up, uh, oh man, that sucks. And, uh, Maddie Ice ain't doing nothing for me, uh, which I, I didn't expect him to do much against San Francisco. That's what I was expecting from Drew Brees last week to not do that well. Um, but you know, it is what it is, man. That was, it was a nice run, but. That's all. Well, the only person the only person that can can really boast this week, Woo, is if you got Lamar Jackson in, or oh, you can talk all kind of stuff because <laughs> your numbers are going to be straight. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I don't know if uh, if uh, Lamar Jackson, if whoever has Lamar Jackson, is still um, in the running. I don't know. I have to check on that later. But all right, so let's get into Panther talk. Uh, the Panthers, that we, we talked about their defense. The defense was not stellar. But like you said, them trying to play from behind, which, I mean, you got to give them credit, man. They they came back on Seattle and, and really had a chance. The defense had a chance to stand up and get a stop and give the Panthers a chance to get this win, and they, they couldn't do it. Um, so that's what the Panthers definitely have to work on going forward um, in, in their draft. When they decide to draft uh, uh, players, when they start, when they get the opportunity to draft players, they need to draft defense. They need to go. I mean, they need to get the best defensive players that they can. Um, it would be nice to get a nice little cornerback, maybe another um, uh, Luke Keekley at linebacker or somebody that can you know step into that role uh, with Luke Keekley and the, the other linebacking core. Um, but you definitely need a pass rusher. They 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 got to get him with a good pass rusher, um, because I don't I don't think they get any pressure on the opposing quarterbacks, and that's that's not good. They don't get turnovers. They don't get pressure. And if you're not doing that, teams are going to score on you, and and your team is left to try to make a comeback with Kyle Allen throwing the football, and that's not when you're down and you you depend on a rookie. <clears throat> Excuse me, a rookie's arm to get you to get you to win. It's probably not going to happen very often. You have to be with a, with a with a quarterback like Kyle Allen. You have to you have to um, be up in the game. You can't expect him to bring you back, or you're going to get what you got. It's three. Well, he got had three interceptions today. You know, and I'm I'm not going to blame it all on him. It's not going to be all him because he is a rookie. Basically, I mean, even though he played last year, but this is sec- this is the first time as a starter, and and you know, Whoa. yeah. This is past the fight. How's it going? What's up, Pastor? How you doing? Past the fight. I'm good, man. How you doing, JC? I'm here with my daughter and my son. Oh, okay. Hey, man. Listening, <laughs> listening in, man, and and I know y'all may disagree with me on this a lot. Okay. But the Panthers should tank the rest of the season. <laughs> At I, this and, point, and yeah. Is, yeah. I think you should put Greer in the game. Will Greer, the rookie you drafted, let him play. Um, Aaron, Aaron, take that off, man. 
uh, let him play and and see what he got because you're going into a draft where right now you're on the bubble for potentially getting a lottery pick. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you're one of the worst 10 teams in the league. Absolutely. And so at this point, the better your chances to get a lottery pick, you need to lose. Because your better defensive players, potentially Chase Young, will be on the board from Ohio State. Mm. So your chances to get that type of player will diminish if you fight to win the last, what, two games of the season? Through two, three games of the season? Yeah, and, and what, what they got? New Orleans left and uh, who's the, who's on the uh, left? They got, they got the Colts. And I think they got the Saints okay. the last two games. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so when you think about it, if you lose those two games, I mean, you 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 go to, what's their record? Five and five nine, and, I think. Yeah. Uh, right now it's five and eight. They're five and, or five and nine. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Five and nine. Five and nine. So, so you go to a five and 11 team. That's a pretty good chance to get one of them top three picks. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, because you in the if you end with the worst record, you're gonna get the first pick. Right, because yeah, right so. now your worst teams is Arizona, the Giants, and Detroit. I think Washington may have won three games too. So those four those four teams have only won three games. Then you're looking at, I think, Atlanta won four, um, and I think Carolina won five. Yeah. Um, you got a whole bunch of teams that's won five. My, what did so Miami? I think Miami. Miami, Miami may have four. won three. Yeah, three or four. Because the Giants yeah. beat them today. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're, looking, you're looking at an opportunity to get a top seven or eight pick. And yeah. You can get a pretty good defensive player that can potentially come into the game and automatically transform your defense. You fight to win these last two games and actually win them, then now you at seven games and you're out of the lottery and you're getting yeah. a first round pick that potentially is not gonna be not gonna probably be a player that's ready to impact the defense as soon as you as soon as as soon as they hit the field they won. Yeah. Exactly. That that's just my philosophy at this point. And that's why I think Tepper fired uh Riviera is Riverboat Ron is because he felt like, hey, what we got to lose? If we lose these last games, we get a great pick and mm-hmm. we got our guy at the helm. He got his guy at the helm that'll be able to reshape his defense. I mean, obviously if you start Will Greer now, you make a decision, do I draft a quarterback and let him go? Or do I draft a defensive player and reshape my defense based off of a player that I can build and work with? Right, and they and they drafted. They draft. They draft in this last draft. They they drafted two outside linebackers, and I haven't heard their names mentioned. Uh, the first pick was Brian Burns, outside linebacker. He was the sixteenth pick in the draft. I mean, you you you. Go draft somebody that high. He need to be. He, we need to hear from him. We some. You know what I mean? How did how did this happen? But that's what I'm saying. When you start to get to that, there's there's what 32 teams in the league. When you start to get to that mid level first round, 
yeah. the 16, 17, 18, those, those star players, those are not immediate impact players in your first round. You yeah. can get that same you can get that same player probably the third or fourth round. Absolutely. So it's more yeah, about who's making the available. picks. I think it's about who's making the picks. Um, or what are you seeing in these guys that you're that you're picking? Um, Brian Burns, Christian Miller. I mean, if y'all know these guys, let me know because Christian Miller was the fourth round, thirteenth, thirteenth pick in the fourth round outside linebacker from Alabama. I I don't think I've heard his name mentioned this year. Brian Burns, same thing, nah, nothing. Me neither. So I mean, you you got to make better draft selections. Is I mean, sometimes it is it is about where you where you, where you picking at the slot that you're picking from, but sometimes it's about the eye of the person picking. You're not picking, you know, you got the third pick in the draft and you pick a bum, then I mean that's kind of on the 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 person doing the picking. Um. So I and I don't know if Tepper is going to be more or or if the uh, if uh, Marty Herney is going to be the one doing the picking, but I I never really thought Marty Herney had that good of an eye anyway. When it comes to picking players, I don't know. Um, what are your thoughts on that, JT? Yeah, that's going to be interesting, man. Who who ends up making that particular decision? in the draft as far as um, getting that talent and where they end up picking in the draft, um, that's going to be an impact. Um, and we're going to find out very quickly. Um, if they're not resting people and they're playing full throttle the last two games, then we understand that they're going to end up drafting lower. And if that's the case, like you said in, in your commentary, we're not going to get an impact player. And right now, I think they need an impact. There's two questions for Carolina. They need an impact player in the draft, mm -hmm. and they need to make a decision in quarterback about what they're going to do moving forward. Absolutely. Are you going to still roll with Cam Newton, or are you going younger? Those two things are going to really dictate what happens with the Carolina Panthers going into the offseason. Yeah, because, I mean, if, you, if you're if in the season um, 5 and 11, I mean, you might as well say you're officially rebuilding. You know what I mean? I mean, 5 and 11, you rebuilding, man. There ain't no if ands or buts about it. You need to do something and take this season as a, you know, one of those seasons that you just things just didn't go well. But do they have a core? Let me ask you this, Pastor. Do 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 the the, the Panthers have a core to, to build from? I mean, I mean, they don't even. I mean, this could be considered you starting to rebuild now because you know got rid of the coach. Um, two questions actually. Um, Where's the core of this of this uh, franchise, and should should it start with Perry Fuel? Should, uh, what do you think? What are your thoughts on Perry Fuel and what he's been able to do over his coaching tenure um, with other teams? And should he should he make be the uh, the guy? Should he get a chance uh, uh, to to be the head coach of this team? Well, first question: um, the core. And, and I'll go back to a previous statement. When you had a 5-11 and 11 team, you're officially rebuilding. No, they were officially rebuilding when they cut everybody last year. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you take the heart and soul of that defense and TD and, and, and basically tell him we're going in another direction, you basically said at that point that you're rebuilding. Yeah. I mean, that, that was – I mean, don't get me wrong – 
I think Luke is a great guy. I think he's a great player. He's hardworking and can really get the job done. But he can't do it by himself. Yeah. Uh, you you have to you have to have a front four that can put pressure on the quarterback on a consistent basis without having a blitzing scheme. I mean, when you got a front four that can get pressure without without blitzing linebackers. That means you're able to stop those short crossing routes. The linebackers are able to sit on those crossing routes over the middle. But when you got a blitz all the time and all of that just to create pressure, then those crossing routes will burn you every time on the blitz, especially on a, a seasoned quarterback to see it coming a mile away. Yeah, The scheme itself is not very difficult. If a person like myself, who's never coached football a day in my life, <laughs> never not one time can see where you're coming from. Somebody who's been throwing the ball for the last 14 seasons, obviously going to pick it up. <laughs> Absolutely. No doubt about that one. I mean, no I mean, I'm sitting there like, oh, they blitzed it from the left. And here it is. They just dumped the ball, hot route, <laughs> check down, you know what I mean? Right, right. And they're going down the field. I mean, it's, it's it's a vanilla offense. It's not. Yeah. It's not like it's a major scheme uh, on defense. Rather, it's not. It's not. It's not like it's a major scheme. Right. I, and I think mm-hmm. that the only reason why they gave uh, Perry the job was out of respect, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they they knew they weren't going to give him the job from jump because you could have gave the job to North. Yeah, you could have gave the interim job to North Turner. Because, you know, he's had a successful coaching career, a few playoff runs in, in San Diego. You know, he, he's done well. But they ain't given the job because potentially they know he's going to probably be interviewing for the job. Mm. So they, they, out of respect, it was like, you know, give it to him. Because really, what, what, what was he over? The special teams? I can't remember exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, office. Uh, what is the um, he, what, uh, you mean Perry? Back coach Perry he was a defensive backs coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, you could have gave it to your defensive coordinator, your offensive coordinator. That's typically what happens, and and make them. But they didn't do that, which was strange to me. I I thought that was kind of odd. Yeah, um, that is weird. I don't know if he'll have a job depending on who they get. I read an article earlier that said that Tepper really would like to bring the likes of a Tomlin in if he can't convince him himself. Hmm. I mean, he would like to bring that type of hard, I don't want to say hard nose, but cerebral kind of coach. Right. Uh, to, to the, to the organization. And, and but, but that's where he comes from. He comes from that, that Pittsburgh uh, franchise where he wants to bring in that type of guy, that defensive minded type of guy. Uh, that's going to keep the game low scoring. And I think when you look at quarterback in the future of the Panthers, that's just me. I think they should see where Cam is after the surgery. I don't think these trade talks that I'm hearing and all of this, I think I'm a loyalist, maybe by fault sometimes, but (laughs) I think this man has earned the right to fight for his job. That's just what I think. Because sure. I don't think you're going to get anything collateral-wise from uh, uh, two ankle surgery, Cam Newton. 
I don't think I don't think any team's gonna be knocking on the door right. talking about we want Cam and we're gonna give you a couple of draft picks for him. No. <laughs> right. I mean, because your best case scenario Yeah, I think your best case scenario would be that Cam is healthy and Cam can play uh well enough to to make plays for you. But I mean, if you are rebuilding, you know, do, do you? Uh, I say you give you give Cam a, a shot at it. Let him, and if he ends up being the starter and he plays well for the whole year, then maybe you could talk about trading him. Um, then maybe you can you know get something for him. But um, I think it's a, it would be a win win either way. I mean, just just hear me out real quick. I think it'll be a win win if you let Cam come in and, and stay and play his last year or fight for his job and and stay and he plays well. Uh, if he doesn't play well, then I mean, you still got the team that you you probably still gonna do better than five and eleven either way it go next year. Um, uh, you can't. I don't think you can do worse. You can do worse, but I don't think the Panthers would do worse than five and eleven. Regardless of the situation at quarterback, I think they, I think Kyle Allen will be better next year, um, and maybe Will Greer might be that that dude that you know comes out of nowhere like you know some of the other quarterbacks that get to sit on the bench for a year. Yeah, JT. Let me give you another news a news tidbit uh, for you and Pastor to bite on. Uh, this week on the hotline, I heard that the Panthers would be interested in bringing Josh McDaniels in from the Patriots and coming along with Josh McDaniels for one year in order to groom Will Greer would be Tom Bray. What I heard this week. What? Tom Brady in Carolina? Because Josh McDaniels would be coming in from the Patriots and Hmm. they would bring Tom Brady in for a year because he would be, they're saying that he's done at, with the Patriots after this year. Really? And then if Josh would have picked up the head coaching job in Carolina, that he would bring Brady in for a year to groom Will Greer. Hmm. I mean, that would be nice. That would be great. You know, um, as much as I hate Tom I don't Brady. like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, wow. Too, too much. Too much controversy comes with the likes of Tom Brady. Mm. Just about every Super Bowl has a scandal associated and attached with it. Absolutely. I'm not a fan. Um, and, and I'm not blaming Tom Brady. Deflate Gate, was it his fault or not? I don't know. I mean, they were deflating footballs in order so he can have better grip and and get it down the field. I, mm. I don't I don't I don't really know about that. That's not here nor there for me. I think I think Cam's the guy. The only thing is, Cam is not the same guy he was coming out of Auburn. He's not that mobile quarterback right. like Lamar Jackson is. So, in order to, in order to have a good Panthers team, you got to surround Cam with some talent. You cannot take every tall wide receiver he has for red zone purposes and give him to the Buffalo Bills. Right. Like you got. You gotta keep some some talent, yeah. so they it's, can so he can put it up there in the red zone, and they can actually score. Uh, so you know that that that's just my take on it. That that whole idea, uh, and I, I I get it, I get it. You know he he's been uh, Tom Brady that is 
he he's been on the top for what how many Super Bowls they've been to? Seven? Uh eight, nine, I don't know. Yeah. It's some god awful number of Super Bowls <laughs> they've been to in the last two years. <laughs> I know they lost to the Giants twice. That's yeah. all I know. Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so um, yeah. I, I just I, I don't, and even with that, I mean, how much is Tom Brady going to teach Will Greer in a year? I mean, what what is Tom Brady going to teach? Don't get me wrong. I think a player, especially young players, can learn from seasoned cats. Sure. But at the end of the day, how much of that success can also be translated in a good offensive coordinator? Right. I mean, why do you have to stack your roster and lose a potential roster spot? by holding four quarterbacks on your roster, four or five quarterbacks on your roster. Yeah. You know, and I, I know it's a Tom Brady, but yet and still, if you if you get if you get a good offensive coordinator or even a good head coach that that, that has a history of transforming quarterbacks, I mean, that's a substitute for filling a roster spot on a player yeah. that may or may not play. Maybe they need to work on getting Bill Belichick. Might need to work on getting Bill Belichick. Yeah. Of, well, I don't know about of, that either. I think, I think he's the <laughs> ring leader. <laughs> he's the ring leader on these candles. <laughs> Too many camera operations with Belichick, man. We'll need that down here in Carolina. Exactly. Thank you, JT. JT, you got an over and under for us real quick? We got like three minutes. Yeah, I got one for you. Is it over? Is it under? It's time for JT's Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. I'm talking NBA basketball and what's on my mind are the LA Lakers. Everybody is on the on the bandwagon now that they got the best record in the league and they're like Showtime Lakers again. But my question to you is, are the Lakers peaking too early? You know what I'm saying? Or are they a legitimate contender for an NBA title? Uh, well, Pastor, you want to you want to take that one first? Um, I'll say they are a legitimate contender. Anytime, I'm so sorry, my daughter and son are having a good time. Anytime you have a Lakers fan, LeBron James on. Anytime you have a LeBron James fan, anytime you have LeBron James on your team. You can never count them out. I just think the only problem they're going to have is the Clippers with Kawhi. I mean, they're tanking some of their games purposely because they're not playing them. You know, they're yeah. not playing full strength. They're they're strategically uh, resting their players throughout the season for the playoff run. The Lakers need majority of their players playing in order to have the record that they have. Mm-hmm. And will they have – I know LeBron will – but will the rest of the team have enough steam deep into the playoffs? The first two rounds, yes, they'll get through. Those last two, that, that semifinal and that final round, will they have enough steam to bring it home? Yeah, that's with me, that's the only thing I worry about with um, the Lakers is not having all their players available at the end. Because let's, let's face it, Anthony Davis ain't always been the healthiest player. He's, he's one of the best players, but he's not always available. So maybe he's doing something different and maybe, you know, this excitement of being with L.A., being finally being on a winning team, and maybe that'll change what he's doing. I, I don't know, but I just worry about 
the the Lakers not having enough coming down the stretch, and that that can hurt you just as bad as anything else. Uh, guys being hurt, one or two players not being being available, and I think that will um, diminish the Lakers team per se. Not necessarily. Uh, do I think they're peaking too early? I don't. I don't. I don't believe that. I don't think you. I don't think there's a such thing as peaking too early. Uh, you always want to be peaking. You know, be at your best late in the season. But you know, like you said, uh, Pastor, with, with LeBron James on your squad, he's going to be available. He's going to be there. I, I I can't see him getting hurt again. You know, hopefully nothing happens. But it's going to have to be something real drastic to to keep him from playing. Um, but if that, that team is together, they will win the NBA Finals. And 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 if they got all their pieces in place, they'll beat the the Clippers or whoever you throw at them. They're gonna beat them. So that's my opinion on that. I disagree. What you I got, would say JT? this, and you can mark down the date on this: the Lakers will not get past the Dallas Mavericks in the seven game series in the Ooh. NBA playoffs. Ooh. Mark it down that I said it. Ooh. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm marking it down, bro. Now, hey, Dallas Mavericks got a squad, but I don't know, man. I'd have to, I'd have to see that. Seven games. As long as they got that guy right there, that guy is a difference. Luca yeah. is a difference. If you have not seen him play, check yeah, him bad. out. They don't play him on a lot of mainstream, but if you've not seen him, catch him on ESPN. They talk about him every oh, time Dallas plays. He is a difference maker. And they LA has not beaten Dallas so far this year. Um, the times they match up, and Luka Dockage is the reason why. Yeah, he's a baller. He's definitely a baller. Uh, Pastor, appreciate well, this, you coming this through. Is my thing, though. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. This, and I'll, I'll only say one thing in rebuttal that I know you got to go. In a seven game series, they should be able to make the necessary adjustments game in and game out mm-hmm. on defense. Should be. Now, this is where coaches get fired. Uh, <laughs> when you got one player that does the same thing and beats you four games, yeah. and you don't make the necessary changes, and I would I would hope that the Lakers uh, are not, you know, going to allow that to happen in a four game series in the playoffs. Yeah, that's just that's just my thing. But hey, I'm, I'm down for it. I'm not a I'm not a Lakers fan, so it's all good. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't Definitely. a Lakers fan until LeBron went there. Now I am. Fan. Definitely um, appreciate that insight, Pastor. And I will say the wife says uh, hello and she she loves hearing you. Uh, the fact that you jump on the sports show, <laughs> definitely uh, the excitement level, you know, goes to another level. So appreciate you coming on, man. Absolutely. Oh, uh, man, tell us, tell us, Sister Courtney, I said no problem. And, you know, I look forward to 6 o'clock uh, on Sunday because it, it takes me to, to my element. Of, of sports, I love sports. I thought y'all was actually going to be talking about baseball with all those big time deals. <laughs> we had to, we had to money right there, man. Yeah, that's that money, money man. Big money. We had to talk about that and next then, week. And, and then talk about the quarterback from Arizona. What's his name? Excuse me, that fast. And decided to go play football instead of taking that ten million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Real. He's balling though. Uh, uh, Kyler. Kyler. Kyler uh, Kyler. Oh, Murray. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Yep, he's bowling. But yeah, I, I, I still would have took the ten million. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. lie. I ain't, I ain't gonna wait front. Yeah, <laughs> and and I had to take that beating. 
What? Yes, I mean. that's right. They only won three <laughs> games so far, so I mean, <laughs> I, know. I know it ain't looking good. Uh, but again, thanks, Pastor Fight, for uh, joining the Off Topic Sports here on Big Wheel Radio. Come back anytime. You know you're always welcome, brother. And I want to thank everybody that's listening live at BigWheelRadio.com. Everybody download the Big Wheel Radio app in your Google Play, Play Store. Come check us out uh, this Tuesday for the Bruliana Show returns this Tuesday with the poetic goddess Nyana Renee and JB Mr. 299. Um, then Friday we'll be back with the uh, Flow Etic Poetry Show. Myself, Nima, and JT hanging out with you, being motivational, inspirational, doing some poetry and things for you. Give you some educational uh, stuff in the Black history on uh, our Black and Effect segment. So tune in for that. Seven, six o'clock Friday, seven o'clock Tuesday, six o'clock on Sunday. And uh, JT, you want anything? You want you want to shout out anybody? Or whatever. Yeah, man, Tuesday night, we got the cast of Yesterday Night Take coming through, uh, led by yep. some guy named Jay, and uh, also have a little um, sneak peek at episode one of the um, uh, Yesterday Night Take, which is out now, but uh, check the show out to get even more insight um, with the goddess hosting and, you know, um, cats like James Draper coming through. Um, it should be a phenomenal show. Again, parental discretion is devised, but... Mm. Definitely tune into um, the the, the Bruliana show. You don't want to miss it. 7 p.m. Tuesday, like you said. Um, we're, we're in the holiday season, man. So it'll be our shows next week will be the shows that you get before Christmas. So mm-hmm. Def- mm-hmm. Well, we'll have one more Bruliana show. But definitely tune in. And uh, you know what I'm saying? We'll be in the holiday spirit. I guarantee you, you don't want to miss the show, Big Wool Radio, this week. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's it for us, man. Thanks again, everybody. If you missed it, you can go back and listen to it in its entirety on wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, also at BigWoodRadio.com. All right, so on behalf of my man, James, J.T. Thompson, Adonis, Donnie Martin, J.B., Mr. 299, Nima Shining Star L, the Poetic Goddess, Nayana Renee, Big Les, Lil Bucky, Kendra D., Spacio Bigger Pass the fight I'm Big Woo It's Big Woo Radio Peace God bless We out Look, I fall back in order to avoid contamination The game is full of garbage, nothing about it is motivate I listen to your bars, I'm disappointed in y'all Thought y'all was working, can't believe what I walked in on When I came through that dope, folks said it at 94 Told my brother, everybody know that man got flow the You're listening to Big Woo You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.